to the first episode of More Reps Podcast. I'm Kabon and Beckles. I'm Chadwick Brown. And we named it More Reps because we both feel that in life, the more repetitions you can get out of something, the better off you'll be. So we're just going to give a little background on ourselves. Start off with Chad. All right. So I was born in Toronto. I moved to Hamilton when I was eight years old. Um, I went to school at uh, Surround McNabb for the first two years and then changed over to St. Thomas More for the rest. When I was at McNabb, I played football for the first two years and I was actually pretty good at it. And I was actually, felt like I kind of did something out of it, but my, my mom didn't want me to play at all because she knows mm-hmm. about violent sport. So um, I kind of talked her into it, she let me do it. Year two, that dude like speared me right here, cracked a rib, end of my career. <laughs> oh. Mom said, yeah, no, we're pulling oh. you out. We're not, we're not doing that. So that was the end of my like, sports career for the most part. But I always had a passion for music. So after I finished um, high school at St. Thomas More, I went to the Trevis Institute in Toronto and studied musical engineering and business. So I, I always kind of knew how to do music, but I didn't know the whole business aspect. That's mm-hmm. the whole next thing in itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so once I finished there, I helped well, some, of my, some of my friends build a studio downtown Hamilton called Original Man Sounds. And um, it was running well. We were making money off it. It was good and everything. So off of that, I kind of spawned my music career more so. Because I had a facility to actually record it at. And off that, I released a bunch of music independently. There's some stuff right now still on YouTube, still on Spotify and whatnot. Um, under the name Rashed On, if you choose to look at it. And um, a couple of my accolades from that. I did a bunch of shows just around the surrounding areas. Hamilton, uh, Kitchener, Brantford, um, Oshawa. I opened up for acts like Machine Gun Kelly and Cardinal Fischel, um, Chuck Claire. My song was on a uh, rail station in Buffalo called WBLK, and they used to have like an unsigned hype kind of um, thing on there. And my song was number one on there for like maybe three weeks in a row. And off of that, I got nominated for the award of best Canadian rap artist through their rail station. And at the time, I was up against Drake, but like I said, Drake wasn't nowhere who he is now back then. And um, I didn't win it, but it was still a good look to get nominated like that. But still, yeah, so I came with more of a music background, a little bit of sports and stuff. and. Um, that's pretty much where I started. Nice. Yeah, so myself, um, similar story. Born in Toronto, raised in Hamilton. Uh, at a young age, always playing all the street sports like everyone did. Road hockey, basketball, football, that kind of stuff. Went actually to St. Mary's all the way in the West End because at the time my mom didn't feel the old cathedral was a good fit for me. <laughs> so went to St. Mary's for three years and then decided I wanted to really concentrate on basketball. Then moved back over to cathedral and stayed there for two years and I was able to secure a scholarship, went down to the States for four years, nice. got my degree, and then after that played uh, roughly 10 years overseas in um, Europe and Asia playing professional basketball. Wow, nice, okay, all right. So off of that, you know, we both obviously, obviously have a passion for fitness. Exactly, so yeah. So now we're kinda gonna get into how both of us kinda found our path into the fitness industry. All right, so now how we got into fitness. Uh, myself, my story was um, I was a really dark place in terms of my life. I just uh, got a divorce from my first wife, and um, I was eating so unhealthy. I didn't give, really give a shit about myself. I was eating. I would legit go to KFC and get a bucket of, of KFC and smash the whole thing. Wow. Ten pieces, just like mm-hmm. that. And wash it down with a two-liter thing of Orange Crush. Like, I was not living well. I wasn't eating well. I didn't give a shit. I started smoking. Um... So I, and I gained a whole lot of weight, and then I just was not happy with the way I looked. I wasn't happy with my life, and I legit woke up one day, 
and nothing really sparked it. I legit just woke up and said, I don't want to live like this no more. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when I made a change. So the first thing I changed was my diet. And off of that, I wasn't doing nothing physical at all. I just changed the diet. I cut out all the sugar, all the processed shit. And then I dropped weight like crazy, but I got really, really skinny. So I decided, okay, I need to start getting into some other form of fitness. So I started jogging. From off of, off of jogging, I, I had no knowledge at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so skinny, I started jogging, I got even skinnier. Mm-hmm. To the point my mom was like, pissed off at me. She, <laughs> she was like, don't you dare, she legit said, don't you dare lose another pound, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, she was on me. It's like, okay, so like, so I did a little bit of research and said, okay, I'll, I'll start doing some weight training. And uh, this is going back maybe 2017. And at that point, as I started lifting, I didn't know really what I was doing, just based off things I've seen online and on YouTube and whatnot. And um, Billy really got a passion for that. And um, time went on, I started learning better. I met my wife. We both found fun. We had a passion for it. And um, we said, hey, let's go on this journey together. And um, nice. so as I started seeing changes in her, she started seeing changes in me. We pushed each other. And then we said, we enjoy training. We also enjoy training each other. So from that, we're like, okay, well, maybe we should just be personal trainers, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so we went and we got our certifications in that. Um, and then off of that, we, we were agreeing. We didn't know anything. So she said she actually went to school with you mm-hmm. and knew you were in the fitness industry and whatnot. So she reached out to you and said, hey, you can be our mentor and whatnot. You said, gladly. And we kind of hit it off from then. And um, we've advanced so much. We've been personal trainers for about a year now at this point. And we're, we've advanced so much just based on who we have around us and who we talk to and things we learned. So that's kind of how I found fitness. my fitness. Nice. How about yourself? I think my fitness journey started back with uh, basketball. I had some injuries just because I was playing at a high level, but I didn't have the knowledge around how certain foods were affecting my body. Mm-hmm. So I was eating enough calories to sustain my workout and my practices and my games, but it wasn't the right things. Got it. Things that were targeting uh, muscle tissue breakdown, such as like corn starches and um, syrup, stuff like that, corn syrup. and. I just dug deep into the educational side of it and then changed around my diet. And then I would say the second half of my professional career was way better, Mm -hmm. way less injuries. Mobility went up, moved way better, felt better. Hydration was a lot better. So then towards the end of my basketball career, I just decided, you know what? The best fit for me is to stay in the health and wellness kind of sector. So I started doing some personal training in my last couple of years playing so that I would have a base when I was done. So that as soon as I was uh, retired from basketball, I just shifted right into personal training, yeah, nutritional coaching, and just a little bit of mentorship, just trying to give back the knowledge that uh, I was able to obtain through the educational side of it to anyone who was an athlete at that time coming up. Perfect. Well, that makes sense to me. And then off of that, kind of spawned the thing we got going on right now with United Wellness. Yeah. Um, that's our rehab clinic. Um, and it's just an amazing environment here, you know what I mean? Everyone kind of jives, we all learn off mm-hmm. each other, we all bounce ideas off each other, and it, there's no egos and none no, of that no, stuff no. here, you yeah, know what I mean? That. It's, 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 we have a good foundation of people here, and um, th- things are picking up nice with that, so. But now, let's kind of get more into like our, our current lifestyle, like how we're living right now, um, whether it be nutrition, how we're training or whatnot. All right, so now we're gonna kind of get into our current lifestyle. Um, what I'm doing right now, like I, I still work a regular nine to five job, but I'm balancing that with also being a personal trainer. Uh, it gets difficult at times, but hey, it's a grind. You gotta start somewhere and it's mm. running well so far. I'm able to do it without losing my mind. So something's working. Um, I'm kind of living more on the bodybuilder type style right now in terms of my training and my nutrition. 
Um, I have aspirations of trying to do a show next year. I want to do a physique show. I'm still kind of on the fence because I know it takes a lot, a lot out of you, mm -hmm. and a lot yeah. of things are going to suffer. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So my wife Nicole's already kind of like, hey, like when you get down to crunch time and you're grumpy, you can't live here. You know what I'm saying? You come visit <laughs> on the weekends. Like when we first started hooking up, but <laughs> during the week she can't do it. So it's kind of like, ah, I don't know, but we'll see. Either or, I'm still pursuing that lifestyle. Um, so my training block right now is kind of more of an upper lower, upper lower, four days a week. So one day upper, second day lower, rest. Upper again, then lower. Um, but we've really been trying to concentrate on good form, good t good technique, and slowing down the tempo. We actually hired a coach to kind of help us with our nutrition part because we're so busy, it's kind of hard to keep mm -hmm. the nutrition part on lock, and that's the part that's really falling at wayside because there's mm -hmm. so much stuff going on uh, between training people working and training ourselves. The nutrition's hard to keep up, so he's really helping us stay on track with that. And uh, we learned a lot from him also. And yeah, really just slowing down the tempo, getting good contractions, getting good um, range of motion on our reps. And um, yeah, that's just other than that, just being a dad and trying to enjoy life and being there for my kids. That's pretty much how I'm living these days, man. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. uh, myself, so I, I have a similar training block where I try to go upper lower twice a week. Um, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And again, like Chad said, we have the ability to train at a commercial gym here, but I also have a garage gym at my house, which allows me the flexibility to train when I can't get over here. Yep, yep. Or if I'm watching the kids real quick, I can just get out for a quick lift. And most times they're in there with me. Uh, I'm a big believer of having them, starting them young with yes, the weights sir. and just letting them see kind of what I do so that they can replicate it. And that's gonna be like a lifestyle for them going forward. Perfect. Because we're both in the sports, dancing, all that kind of stuff. So it's just an easy transition for them. So again, I do an upper body day, lower body, rest, upper body, lower body, then take two days off. So I feel right now where I am, I'm not really competing for anything. I do play basketball once a week or once every two weeks. So a little bit of my training still athletic based. So a little bit higher repetitions, a little bit faster speed. But again, I play with my program all the time throughout the year where yeah. I'll slow it down. I don't really need too much more strength, but I do, still once a month have some heavy days where I lift just to make sure yeah. the tendons and ligaments are staying strong. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, um, yeah, my biggest thing right now, ending off 2022, kind of going into 2023, would be concentrating more on my hydration because I know I, I slack there a lot. Mm. And then also um, just dialing in the nutrition a little bit better. Super important things. Yeah. Super important things because, yeah, because you can work out the cows come home. If the nutrition isn't good, you're not hydrated something's going to be falling through the cracks. For sure, for so, sure. Yeah, nutrition is definitely key because, like you were just saying, it's, it's, it was a struggle for us too, you know what I mean? So, but tying the reins, bring up the next level, see what happens next year, you know what I mean? Um, so next thing we're going to get into is um, we call it the superset sets. So we fire two different little topics back and forth at each other, pick one and give a little brief description as to why we chose that one. So I'm going to start off and throw in a cabana here. Um, chicken or beef? Uh, grew up on chicken, mm -hmm. I think because of the price point for my mom when she was working, um, but I prefer now beef. I think my body digests beef a lot better than chicken. Okay. Uh, I have tried some uh, more natural or free-range chicken. I think that sits a little bit better for me, but most of the stuff in the grocery store is going to be grain-fed, so I don't really typically go to that. Most of my beef that I do get is from a butcher. Mm -hmm. I try to shop locally if I can and then try to get it as close to grass-fed as possible. You're not going to get fully, especially in the wintertime, but 
Um, yeah, I prefer beef over chicken. So you take a steak over a chicken breast all day any long. day of the week. Any <laughs> day of the week, for sure. <laughs> fair for enough, sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, I'll fire one back at yeah, you. Uh, you plant protein versus animal protein. Uh, okay. If we're going by sheer flavor and consistency, mm-hmm. I'd have to say animal whey. Okay. Um, again, it just blends better. Whether you're doing it, I usually use almond milk for myself. Whether you're doing it, almond milk, milk, water, whatever, it seems to have a better consistency where plant can kind of be more chalky. Yeah. But yeah. I've found over the years that the whey's really mess with my, my digestion. Yeah. Yeah. So I've definitely switched, we've definitely switched to a, um, a plant-based more so recently. You get less gassy, less yeah. bloaty, yeah. you know, it digests way better. Mm-hmm. And the, the type of plant uh, proteins I got nowadays actually are pretty good in terms of yeah. food, right? Because yeah. they've just stepped it up. But I remember I tried one a few years ago and it was complete ass. It was like yeah. the worst <laughs> thing I've ever had in my life. And I was like, not nah, way all day, all day. But definitely yeah. these days more so plant-based for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, what I got for you, would you rather train upper or lower? I used to hate lower just for the simple fact of how long being a taller lifter, how long I would see my gains and that progression. Yes. So I would train hard all the time, legs, and not see anything happening, but (laughs) not knowing and having the knowledge that I have to train a little bit harder because my ligaments and my muscle tendons are longer. So it's going to take a little bit longer for that area to develop. Um, But right now, I prefer training lower body just because I feel... If my lower body is strong, my whole body is going to be strong. Fair, yeah. So if my, I know for a fact if my squat and my deadlift are strong, for sure my pull-ups and my bench press. Everything, yeah, it translates to the upper yeah. very well. Very yeah. good, okay. I like that, I like that. All right, back at you. Uh, biceps or triceps? <laughs> um, I'm going to say nowadays triceps. And the reason mm-hmm. why is because I feel like I plateau with my biceps. Okay. And at the end of the day, your biceps are only one-third your arm. Your tricep is, is the most meteor part of your, of your arm. It's two mm-hmm. of your arm. So if you mm-hmm. build up the tricep more when you're hitting a plateau on your biceps, that's going to make your arm look more bigger, rounder, girthier even. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and biceps, it's honestly boring. Yeah. Everything's a curl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cable curl, Zotman curl, they're all curls. With yeah. tricep, there's different things. You can go over your head. You can do... Yeah. Um, yeah. Kickbacks. There's so many different things you can do for triceps. Even a close grip bench. That's that's more tricep. You know, this is a, it's more exciting, I guess. Where curling is, it's so boring. Like I, as much as I like training arms, and a lot of people say I have nice arms, I, I can't stand arms because just all curls mm. in the front is boring. So I take tricep over bicep any day, any nice. day of the week. Nice. Um, last one I got for you. It's kind of more on a music type thing. Um, Wu Tang or Mob Deep. Tough one. <laughs> it is. I kind of, when I started first listening to hip hop really hardcore, I think it was the same time, kind of like when 36 Chambers was out. So I would say I'm more Wu Tang. Okay. Gone to Mob Deep a little bit later on with Quiet Storm and that kind of when they yeah. started to take over a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would say uh, Wu Tang just because even after they kind of went out and did their own independent projects, I stayed with all the different guys like Method Man. Uh, Capadonna. Yep. Yep. I was a huge uh, Raekwon fan. Like, okay. So I, I would say, uh, yeah. Wu Tang. Yeah. A little side tangent off of this one Ghostface or, or Ray? I know you said you're a big Ray guy. <laughs> I'm, 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 Ray. I'm, I'm, yeah, Raekwon. Ray over Ghost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, always, I've always been a Ghost I've always been a Ghost fan myself. Because Ghost has some crazy shit. He's like, sometimes, like, what do you just say? Yeah. He, I yeah, remember, yeah like, he does, but. Yeah, yeah. Like, like on, on, on the. Um, What's, what's the Rick one? The purple tape. What's oh, the, um, Cuban Links. Cuban Links. Cuban yeah. Links. Yep. 
he had some bars on there. I had to rewind. I remember this is cassette tape. Yep. I had to rewind. I'm yep. like, what did he just say? Yeah. And no matter how much I, I couldn't comprehend, I knew the words you were saying, but what yeah. is he trying to say? You know what I mean? He always said some crazy stuff. He made it sound fly. So I might even have still in my possession, I have to go look for it, the XXL cover of when Raekwon was on there and he had the diamond. Uh, the tarantula? The tarantula. The tarantula piece. I remember that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Public cell, damn, that's taking it back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's taking it back. We're really aging ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. All right, fire back at you. Because uh, I know you're a music head. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, go, let's go easy. Nas or Jay-Z? Um, whew, that's not easy, actually. That is not easy. <laughs> damn. Nas or Jay-Z? Okay. When, when, when Nas first came out to me, I've yeah. never heard anyone rap like that ever. Yes. And this yes. is going back like 1994. Yes. His, the way, his, between his cadence and the way he's putting words together, mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone rap like that before. Maybe Rakim might, might have been mm-hmm. somewhat close to that. But if we're just looking on totality, nowadays I'm probably more a Jay-Z fan than Nas. No okay. The projects that Jay-Z's put out and even just the moves he's made in terms of business as a black yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Just stand up way more than Nas. And Nas still puts out good shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Still puts out mm-hmm. some good stuff. But it's like, in terms of looking at totality, in more recent, I'd say more a Jay-Z fan. And, and Jay-Z put out classics even back when Nas was there. Yeah, he was, that, he was, that's why yeah. it's a tough one. Because yeah. they were almost yeah. neck and neck. But it's definitely mm-hmm. more a Nas fan. We're, we're talking about It Was Written. We're talking about ain't hard, ain't, it, it Ain't Hard to Tell. Things like that was, was crazy back in 94, 95, 96. Mm-hmm. But like, Jay-Z's just been killing it. He's just been absolutely killing it nowadays. So you know what I mean? Like, you think he's going to put on another one anytime soon? You know what? In the music thing, you don't ever really retire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's 50 plus and he just, the verse he dropped on, on the Khaled thing. Oh, yeah. It's insanity. <laughs> insanity. Dude's 50 something. He's out rapping these teenagers. You know what I'm saying? So I would love another whole album yeah. to come out or even just a single something. Yeah. I'd be all over it. But I feel like he has so much stuff going on that he has no passion for it. Mm. You know what I mean? He's like, why, why am I wasting my time rapping when I'm making billions? I'm. I'm Messing with the, with the NFL, making money. Like, he's doing yeah. big things, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I would take it, but... Yeah, I always have this feeling that he's going to drop something just to let everyone know that Jay-Z was the original and still yeah. can hang with the younger guys right yeah, now and yeah. kind of bring back hip-hop to a more storytelling type of state. Yes. Okay. And, I, and I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the current hip-hop and where it's going, but... But. <laughs> I'm still old school. I like a nice story. Yeah, yeah, I like man. the cadence of the old school rappers. I just yeah. some of that trap and some of the other stuff. I just I just can't get down to yeah. too too much. But yeah. and not against them. They're doing their thing. Yeah, they're never doing their thing. But it's just not for me the stuff nowadays. It, exactly. And it, it's with the times. The younger guys are going to cater to more younger artists. Exactly. Where where the older guys cater to us more the mm. older guys. You know what I'm saying? So it makes sense for sure. But yeah, a lot of stuff nowadays, bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I thought, for some reason, I thought that Jay-Z, and I still think he's going to do it, is going to kind of have, like, the Dave Chappelle type approach where he's going to remind us of all the things that have happened, um, past and also present, okay. and then bring some of those social is- issues to life during one uh, of his singles. That's yeah. what I thought he was going to do, potentially, because yeah. I know him and um, uh, Dave Chappelle are pretty close. And they feed off of each other for that's information. Exactly, that's exactly what Chappelle did. That's so exactly. that, that's where I, I would hope that he would do that. Because yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think sometimes we live in a society where it's if it's not in your face right now, we forget about it. Mm-hmm. So I think having Jay-Z come back with a nice single would remind everyone, like, yeah, this is where hip-hop 
was kind of uh, taking a shift in. Yes. He was like a generational shifter. Absolutely. With his I music. 100%, 100%. All right. Um, got one more throwback as you get back to some more fitness shit here. You said you, you enjoy doing lower body. Um, come to squats. Front squats, back squats, goblet squats. Two, mm. two have to go. Two have to go? Two have to go. Which two are gone and one, uh, one would be a staple no matter what's leg day, I do the squat every, every damn day. Back squat, front squat. Goblet. Goblet. Um, I never really in my whole lifting time, career if you want to call it, whatever it is, I never really got into front squats. Okay. And I'm just starting to get into them now. I was going to ask, why, why is that? It, it just never occurred to me the importance of it when the sport that I was playing. So a lot of the sure. trainers within basketball would put you in a safer position and safer um, training dynamic where they're just having you do back squats or box squats. We never really looked at front squats because we were just going for sheer power. Mm -hmm. I feel personally, um, front squats are a little bit more for aesthetics. Okay. Because we're going to hit the quads a little bit harder. Yes, yes. So I'm getting into that phase now because I want aesthetically my legs to look a little bit differently uh, as I age and keep that power. So um, mm -hmm. I would say I would keep back squats. Okay. I think that's my overall love-hate relationship lift. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I would get rid of uh, front squats and I get rid of goblets. Okay, I see. Fair, fair. I'll throw one back at you. Same thing with legs. Uh, one has to go. We're not going to do two. So let's go... Uh, sumo deadlifts or conventional deadlifts? Or let, I'll throw three. Or trap bar. Okay. Let's go All trap right. bar. I was hoping we could throw a trap bar. <laughs> for me, I would say right after that trap bar. And the main reason why with conventional, for one, sumo's I'm not a big fan of because the range of motion is so short mm -hmm. that it's like, when you see people deadlifting like 600 pounds on that, it's like, yeah, that's great, but your range of motion is like that long. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's cool. I know it's, it's going to get more glutes. It might get some adductors for sure. But... In terms of technique, the conventional deadlift is the king, but I have trouble doing it because I have long legs, so it's hard for me to kind of sit into it when mm. it's set up. Yeah. So then I'm, I, my front kind of goes up more and my shoulders start caving more when I try to set up. Mm. So I don't have the nice neutral spine. But now with trap bar, I'm able to sink right down into it, almost like I'm sitting in a chair, my arms are right next to me, and I get good depth and my form's way better. So just in terms of what's effective for me, yeah. I'd have to say trap bar for sure. Absolutely. Nice, nice. No doubt, no doubt. Yep, well, I think that's it. We come to the end of our first episode. More reps. We hope you all enjoyed it. Got some more big things coming soon. Um, more topics, some guests at some point. Um, we'll be having some nice uh, artwork featured at some point that's going to be displayed here from my homie Eclipse, you know what I mean? So stay tuned for all that. Um, anything else you got to add? Uh, thank you for rocking with us, and uh, on to the next episode. Please comment and subscribe. Sir, more reps.